The Mixed Mornings and More podcast with Steph and Sean. Now available daily. Hey, good morning. It's Sean on Mix. Trying to prove my boss wrong that we should do more contests in the 5 a.m. hour. I have someone holding on the line here trying to give away two tickets to that patio party. Hey, who's this? Uh, Crystal. Hey, Crystal. What's going on? Not much. I was just calling about the patio party. Yeah. Do you want to go? Sure. Okay. I got two tickets for you. Awesome. <laughs> what do you... What do I'm you... like, yes. You will contest this early. <laughs> yeah. What uh, What are you doing up this early? I'm driving to work. Yeah. Beauty. Crystal, you're going to the patio party this Friday. Wicked. Where is it? Uh, it's at the Heritage Shipyard. Oh, oh, really, eh? Yeah, it'll be a lot of fun. Usually, yeah, it will be. Yeah, all right. I uh, hope you have okay. a excellent day at work, and we'll see you there. Okay, awesome. Thank you so much. Mixed Mornings with Steph and Sean. Hey, good morning. It's Sean, Mix 103.7. How's it going? Happy Wednesday. NHL Free Agency. It's going to kick off, I think... 11 a.m. Eastern, so 9 a.m. our time. A lot of re-signings are going on right now. A lot of rumors on who is going to sign where are going on right now. One of the major ones, I think, that a lot of people care about, Evander Kane. He kind of lit it up with the Oilers when he came over, hey? 30 years old, last night, right around 11, midnight maybe, right when the storm was happening. Uh, Vander Kane, he re-signed with the Edmonton Oilers. Four years, just over $20 million, So he's going to be making right around $5 million a year. I think that's a no-brainer for the Oilers. Evgeny Malkin, the other day he said he was going to hit free agency. He was going to test it out, played his whole career in Pittsburgh. Hold up. Stop the train. Malkin, Gino, four more years in Pittsburgh. He's 35. Four-year contract. That takes him to 39 years old. He's making just over $6 million a year now. Uh, Johnny Goudreau, he basically told the Flames to shove it. Flames were offering him like eight years, over $10 million. Goudreau was about to be one of the like highest-paid players in the entire NHL, over $80 million contract. He told him to kick rocks. He's going out east. He doesn't want to be in Calgary no more. Uh, he wants to be closer to his family, in all seriousness. That's the rumors right now. He wants to go, like, Philly, New Jersey, maybe the Islanders. That's the hot rumor right now. Uh, the Toronto Maple Leafs, that's kind of hilarious with their whole goaltending situation. Trading for Matt Murray, probably going to be their starter. Uh, and then and then the Sens traded. They traded Murray to the Leafs. And then the Sens went out and got Cam Talbot used to play for the Oilers and Flames. The Sands went and got him from Minnesota. He's been pretty decent. So that's a, that's a nice little pickup for the good old nation's capital. Canada. Playing in Canada. The Ottawa Senators. So that's that's a nice little signing that they got going on right there. My Anaheim Ducks. I'll tell you my red hot Anaheim Ducks. They have the most cap space out of anyone. This free agency. And they'll probably sign like two players. And they'll be like depth fourth liners. I can't wait for it. Just to barely reach the cap floor. Anyways, I'm talk- I could talk about a half hour on all the sports stuff. I am deeply excited for what's going to happen a little later on today. Um, if you have any free agency hot takes, 
My co-host Steph ain't here. She's out on holidays. We could just chat sports for a hot second. Hit me up, 780-791-1037. Mixed Mornings with Steph and Sean. Canada's Queen, Amber Levine, complicated on Mix 103.7. Good morning, 726. I'm Sean. Uh, wicked storm last night, eh? I was sleeping. Uh, it woke me up. Well, the storm didn't wake me up. I don't know woke me, woke me, woke me up. A dog. Been dog-sitting, house-sitting for the past week or so. And before the owner went away, she did warn me. She was like, there's two dogs. There's a, a smaller one, and then there's a bigger one. The bigger one, his name's Buddy. Buddy's, uh, Buddy's not fond of the thunderstorm. So here I am snoozing away. What is it, 10.30 or so? All of a sudden, I let the dog sleep on the bed. I'm a good guy like that. All of a sudden, we're, we're all asleep. All three of us are asleep, the two, do- two dogs and I. And then... Around 11, I want to say. All of a sudden, I hear just like, <laughs> and then it sounds like an earthquake's happening, but it's just Buddy shaking the bed. He's got just like horrible anxiety from the thunderstorm. I felt so bad. And then now that I was up, I went over to the window and I started peering out. I was like, oh, oh, this is a storm storm. Like winds were ripping around. I thought a tree was going to just come uprooted a little bit, but the wind only lasted for, I want to say, like, 20 minutes or so. It was a light show, though. It was an absolute light show, just lightning everywhere, uh, which was pretty great. Well, I mean, for me, it was pretty great just to watch it a little bit. Uh, but then I had to get back to bed, and Buddy buddy was very hard to, to get back to bed with. And so I tried I tried spooning the darn guy. I tried just kind of holding him and hugging him uh, and telling him it's going to be okay. <laughs> and it just wasn't working. So then I, I, I unfortunately, I had to kick Buddy out of the bedroom and I felt really bad. I had to tuck him in on the couch, kind of give him a makeshift like thunder coat. And then I told him it was going to be okay. He woke up fine this morning and looks absolutely delighted uh, to see me. So I just hope he likes me when I get back home. Mixed mornings with Steph and Sean. 825. Good morning. I'm Sean. It's Mix 103.7. So who's enjoying driving up Confed Hill now? It's pretty nice. Nicely paved. It's even nicely painted as well, too. You can tell what lane you're in. Along with the car beside you, you can just peacefully drive up that hill knowing where everyone's going. It's pretty great. And big congrats to the RMWB. Big, let's give a hand clap for them as well because um, they did a great job. And a lot of people were complaining about it. One big problem from all this now, though, it is nicely paved, painted, all the good stuff. But what are the angry Facebook commenters going to say when council commits money elsewhere other than painting and paving Confed Hill going up that. Like, that was the number one angry comment, and they fixed it. Is everyone just going to be happy now? No. That's never going to happen. Like, like there'd be a story about something like an art center going downtown, and then you would, like, go see, like, oh, look, there's, like, 70 comments on that. That's awesome. And then you read them, and they're just like, why haven't you paved Confed Hill yet? So I'm happy that's over. I'm just waiting for, like, is it going to be potholes now? Is that what the angry comments are going to be about? Is there another road that's really bad? 
Oh, we'll wait and see. What do you think the next comment, the angry comments are going to be about now? Oh, lovely Wednesday. It's Sean, Mix One Three Point Seven. Steph, she is on vacation. So what do I do? I just bring in new co-hosts to come and join me. Misty, SBCA, thank you so much for joining me today. Hello, hello. Uh, so today we have here Frank. He's a handsome three-year-old lab cross. Um, he's definitely, he's a people pleaser. He loves every human yeah. he meets. Uh, he can be selective with his doggy friends, but I mean, you know, you like who you like and you don't. You Absolutely. Don't. But he's a gem. He does need a little bit of structure, though. But, I mean, that's easy, right? It's just dogs in general, I feel. You could just, yeah, like, you know, everyone needs a little bit of guidance yeah. here and there. But he's definitely... A guy who loves the belly scratches. He's here with Daylene on the floor scratching. He's right between my legs right now trying to get all the love from me. I'm sorry, Frank. But he's just, he's perfect. Um, yeah, so if anyone's looking for a guy like Frank, please come up and meet him. Yeah, we're on Facebook Live right now if you want to venture over to Mix and just see a little bit of Frank and how he's acting around the studio right now. And what's the situation like in the SBCA right now? Um, do you need volunteers? Are you full with dogs? What's going on? So just like all other rescues everywhere, um, we are almost at capacity. Like under the books of care of animals, we have over a hundred. So right now we're really looking for people. Even if you're not thinking about adopting, we also have the option of foster. We're also looking heavily for foster. So you can um, find more information about that on our website. But even if you're thinking about <laughs> it, just come up and visit us. You might even surprise yourself. You might just meet a dog or a cat and you might just fall in love like our kennel attendants up there will if you're interested and you see someone and you want to meet them we'll make that happen uh, it all takes that one little connection and you'll be like all right i gotta take this cat or dog home but if you're thinking about it we're open till uh six today for you to come up and meet your match hey missy what's the website real quick where people can go take a peek and everything www.fmspca.ca love it misty sbca thank you so much for stopping by today make sure you check out Frank and all the other dogs and cats. <laughs> Mixed mornings with Steph and Sean. From entertainment to music and anything in between, this is The Buzz. Powered by Pyramid Dental. Book your appointment today at pyramiddhs.ca. Well, it's the trial that just won't go away. Just when you think it was away, it comes right back. It's like a boomerang. NBC, they're launching a brand new documentary, and it's on the Johnny Depp and Amber Heard trial. Uh, titled The Marriage on Trial. And uh, are we still caring about this? Is this a thing? Do we have to care about this? If I scrolled across this on my newsfeed and I have to know about it, then you have to know about it as well. I Sorry, those are the rules. That's the rules. Uh, the city of Albuquerque, they're unveiling two statues uh, honoring two honorary citizens because that's what statues are for. Breaking Bad characters, Walter White and Jesse Pinkman because in that fictional TV series, they were such role models and very successful at what they did that, of course, the capital of New Mexico thought that they should put statues up of them of drug dealers sure 922 good morning it's sean mix 103.7 we're gonna get to your patio party ticket giveaway in just a hot second but i have tj on the line here you have a comment about the uh the breaking bad statues doesn't 
Isn't there a Sylvester Stallone? I'm just playing devil's advocate, right? Isn't yeah. there like a Sylvester Stallone Rocky monument somewhere in Philly? His punch drunk ass, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. <laughs> <laughs> right, like you know, I, I get the whole you're promoting, but it, at, at the end of the day, fictional character, and I guess it put them on the map if you want to say true, that. Nobody so knew true. Who the hell New Mexico was before? Breaking Bad. Yeah. Albuquerque, what? No, now I'm Breaking yeah, Bad. What? It's no, like... Man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> These two meth dealers yeah, are like the face of a, our... If they can put up a statue of Punch Drunk Rocky, then yeah, <laughs> have Adder Mixed Mornings with Steph and Sean. Sean in the morning, Mix 103.7, 9.37 right now. My girlfriend and I, we've been dating for like three years. Just coming up on three years pretty soon here. And for the past week plus, uh, she was working remotely up here in Fort McMurray. She's gone home now, but she was here. And now we've done this a couple times together. Like we've lived together for weeks at a time. We've been long distance the entire time. It's pretty nice when we can kind of just get a full week together instead of like one or two days here and there. But with that being said, I thought it would be a fun way to show my love to count down the top three things I like about living together. So starting at number three, we have the companionship, the love, you know, every day, just being there for each other. It's a solid number three. Number two, it's the cooking. Now I'll tell you one thing. She makes an absolutely mean balsamic vinaigrette dressing. You don't just find a great balsamic vinaigrette dressing anywhere. That's real keeper material. But the number one thing that I like about living with my girlfriend, it was the sectional couch we watch TV on every night. It was very comfy. Lots of space to spread out. Mix mornings with Steph and Sean. Hey, good morning. Happy Wednesday. It's Sean, Mix 103.7. Uh, recently, some photos were released out in space. A lot of meaning behind them. I don't know too much. That's why I go to our man who knows a lot about space. John Tupper, thank you so much for joining the show today. Thanks for having me. So, NASA has this James Webb Space Telescope. Uh, has this ever taken pictures before? Or are these the first ones released from this bad boy? Uh, they did a number of calibration pictures uh, just to kind of fine-tune the, uh, the instrument itself. But this is really sort of the first uh, pictures that are kind of after their dress rehearsals. So this is the, um, the, the real science, uh, these pictures of the real science that is, that's occurring from this telescope now. And then why is there such a buzz about this? Like, what's the difference between the older pictures and now, like, these ones that this, this one's taken? Well, um, you know, most people are familiar with the, the Hubble telescope. It's a, it's a beautiful uh, giant telescope uh, that orbits the Earth. It takes picture in um, a variety of wavelengths of light, but one of the things that it's not very good at is taking pictures in what's called the infrared wavelength. And there's some scientific reasons behind that. Um, the James Webb is uh, situated very far away from Earth. It's um, got special shielding on it that'll, and special filters on it that allow it to look at what's the infrared emissions of the cosmos. Um, and those are important because uh, the universe is expanding, Sean. And as um, objects move away from something, the, the, the light on them does what's called a red shift. So it switches from sort of the visible wavelengths over to the red and infrared wavelengths. And the James Webb is able to capture that. And, you know, um, to 
really simplified. If this were James Webb Telescope allows us to essentially look back in time at some of the earliest days of the universe, about a hundred billion years or a hundred million years after the universe was created, or about thirteen and a half billion years ago, back in time. Oh my goodness! Okay, that's going somewhere then. And like, can this telescope see like? Uh, if there's water in other universes or galaxies or planets, or is that like the goal? Or There's a number of goals um, of this telescope, and it can do so many cool things. But a few of the ones that they're really focused on are looking at the early formation of galaxies. Um, and, and one of the images that was released yesterday was um, just a very small um, field of space that contains you know, dozens and dozens of galaxies. What we found over the last uh, number of years is that galaxies aren't a, a rare feature of the universe. They're, they're as common as, as potholes in Fort McMurray. <laughs> they're everywhere. And for perspective, about 100 years ago, and my grandmother's 104 years old, but um, we didn't know that there was any galaxies other than the Milky Way until about 1919. And now we know that galaxies are everywhere. So what uh, the web wants to find out is uh, what were the early galaxies what did they look like? Um, did black holes form before the galaxies and cause the galaxies to form? Or did the galaxies cause black holes to form? Um, you know, wants to look at the creation of stars. So when there is cosmic gas strewn across the, the heavens, uh, did they, how did the gas coalesce to form stars and then subsequently planets? So that's one of its missions. So another thing we've all probably heard in the news is all these exoplanets, these planets um, outside of our, our star system that we're able to now detect. And the way they we've always sort of detected them is we've looked for them to pass in front of a star or we've looked at the gravitational wobble of a star. But what the James Webb can do with its infrared lights and sensitive images is try to look for some of the reflected light from a planet that's orbiting a star. Um, now, this won't be the high-resolution photos that you know, of a planet that you'd see from the Voyager spacecraft, but what it will allow us to do is by looking at the light that's reflected, we'll be able to get an idea of what the composition of that planet might be and if there are some of the precursor chemicals that would be necessary to harbor life, things like water, oxygen, and, and that sort of thing. Um, so that's another one of its missions. So those are sort of the, the three big things that it's going to start focusing on right away. Well, that's very cool. Um, what... Uh, before we uh, go here, John, I just want to know, what's your like favorite thing about this all? What are you most curious about? I'm a, I'm a galaxy nut. Um, you know, when I'm doing my astrophotography, my favorite target to look at are, are galaxies in the, in the night sky. Uh, you know, even here in Fort McMurray, if you go out to, like, Gregoire Lake camping and you look up at the constellation of Andromeda, you can see a fuzzy patch, and that's the Andromeda galaxy. Oh. We, that was the first galaxy we discovered. Um, and, you know, even with my backyard telescope and some special equipment, I can take pictures of galaxies in, the, uh, in and around the Big Dipper and, and, and very cool things like that. So I'm really, really fascinated to find out what it learns about galaxies and, and how they're formed and, and uh, why they're so almost ubiquitous in the universe. There's a lot of uh, uh, mysteries to, to solve there. It seems that every time we you know, look into the night sky with better equipment and, and, and new instruments, we find out that the universe is bigger and weirder than we ever imagined. <laughs> Absolutely. John, uh, thank you so much for sharing all your knowledge with everyone, breaking it down for people like myself so I can better understand things. I appreciate you. You're, uh, you're very welcome, and take care. Keep looking up. Want more of today's show? Download the Mixed Mornings and More podcast. Now available every weekday.